Welcome to our podcast where we look for opportunities in our lives to see a beautiful view. I'm Candy. And I'm Paul. Thank you for choosing to listen today. It has been very encouraging to see just how many of you are listening to the episodes regularly, mm-hmm. and we're seeing new listeners every single week. Yay. Take a moment to look at the podcast page on the app you are using and check to see if you're following the podcast. When you follow us, you will be notified when new episodes are published. On Spotify, just tap on the follow button, and on Apple Podcasts, tap on the three dots to the top right of the page and then tap follow show. Yes, thank you. As we think about the topics we want to talk about for the podcast and for our weekly newsletter, we are just grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. One of the ways we say thank you to those of you who support us on our Patreon channel is by providing this weekly Beautiful View newsletter to your inbox with encouragement for the week and some insider information. So please consider joining our Patreon channel. We will send you a Beautiful View sticker and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Memberships are only $5 a month. You can find the link in our show notes. We're so excited to share with you again today. So... Sit back, relax, and enjoy the beautiful view. We could climb a mighty mountain, float on down a wide river, travel back in time and face our future too. I'm not scared of where I'm going, cause I know whose hands I'm holding, oh I'd go anywhere. As long as you're going to Will I go anywhere As long as I'm with you In today's episode, we are going to be talking about our blended family. Yeah, blended families can be tricky. Mm-hmm. Ours is no different. I think many of our listeners might even be surprised to learn this part of our story, and many will also, no doubt, be able to relate very personally. Today, we'll be sharing insight from Paul's oldest daughter, Vicki, who came over from England to live with us almost 20 years ago. Can you believe it's been that long? No, I can't. (laughs) When she came to live with us, she was nine years old. I think there is always value in sharing experiences and things we've learned in the process. Every single thing we experience helps to shape us into who we are today. When I was a teenager dreaming about whom I would marry someday... I never dreamt he would come with children, but he did. (laughs) Yes, I did. My oldest daughter, Vicky, who is now 28, came over from England to live with us when she was nine years old. She had visited a couple of times previous, but this last time she decided that she wanted to live with us. So here I was, a new mom with a newborn baby, And a nine-year-old little girl who didn't really know what to do with me. She kind of liked me most of the time. (laughs) But she was a nine-year-old little girl Mm -hmm. living in a foreign country, going to a foreign school, adjusting to a new baby sister, a new home, new friends, and just trying to figure out how to do this life in this new setting. Yeah, it was an adjustment for all of us, to say the least. A very sudden adjustment. Yes, it was. We got Vicky's permission to share some of her side of the story on this podcast. 
I asked her a series of questions about growing up in our home in a blended family, and she sent me a book. Yeah, I think she really appreciated <laughs> the opportunity to kind of think through these things in I a structured so way. So yeah. I, I think she really enjoyed that. I think so, too. And I think it was really good for us to hear that we didn't screw up too badly. <laughs> it's definitely been a journey for us all. It has. It was the summer of 2004. Emily was born in March, so we had a newborn baby when Vicky came over for her summer holiday, as she had done the past couple of years. But this time, she really wanted to stay. So we talked to her mother, and we all agreed that this was in her best interests. Talk about rocking our world. We asked Vicky if she remembered much about that time, and she said that she remembers bits and pieces of it, but generally, she was just very happy to be back with her daddy. Yeah, she's always been a daddy's girl. We used to um, spend so much time together when she was little. Mm -hmm. um, I love to go bike riding with her. I had a little seat that was a little child seat on the back of the bike, mm -hmm. and we would take long rides through the forest there in England. And uh, saw a lot of neat things and spent so much quality time together. I think that um, my move to the U.S. was really hard on her. Yeah. And understandably so. Of course. And even though we were bringing her over for her summer holidays um, to the U.S. to spend time with us, it, it just wasn't enough for her. Yeah. And so um, I think that uh, she would agree that it was very much in her best interest to come over here and to and to be with her daddy. Mm -hmm. I agree. One of her favorite memories, she said, from back then was when we had a slumber party for her. We partied big. There were friends. Um, we went to uh, the salon that I worked at at the time and mm -hmm. the, all the girls got their nails done and their hair done. <laughs> We went swimming and hot tub and pizza and movies and popcorn and ice cream and pillowcase decorating. <laughs> she said she was so happy, yeah, but was. it was also a really big change for a little girl who wasn't used to those kinds of things. So she said she also, there were times where um, she, she just felt confused and sometimes even mad and very overwhelmed by everything, by all of her circumstances. And it's interesting. She said a lot of those feelings would hit at night a lot of times. Yeah, that was a lot for a little girl to handle. Yeah, it was. So there were a lot of fun times. Mm -hmm. And uh, we certainly wanted for her to make her new friends yeah. in Texas and to get used to that way of life and, and kind of um, for her to fit in with this new uh, environment that she was in. Yeah, everybody wants to feel like they have somewhere to belong, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and I think at first, and she said this too, the hardest thing for her was adjusting to school here. It was very different from what she was used to, and she was pretty far behind in her education when she first got here. And in addition to that, she had a very strong British accent, <laughs> which, by the way, she doesn't have a lick of anymore. No, no. <laughs> she sounds more Texan than I do. Yeah, I think when she tells someone that she's from England, they look at her <laughs> like, like, whatever. Whatever, really. <laughs> yeah, but in, in her mind, she looked different. She had different interests. Mm -hmm. And she was just trying to figure out this new life that she was 
living that she'd kind of been dropped into. Uh-huh. And not surprisingly, she had a lot of anxiety, too. Mm-hmm. Age-wise, she should have started fourth grade when she first moved over here, but we put her back in third grade, which was still really hard. But we spent that next summer, once she finished third grade, um, catching her up on all the things. Our days started with breakfast and tutoring every morning that summer. But after that summer, she did just fine in school. And nothing ever came easy to her, but she was such a hard worker. Yeah, you you really worked hard with her on that stuff and, and just sort of spent so much time, poured into her, and she did come a very long way in a very short space of time. She did. Um, this is something that no child wants to find themselves in the middle of, um, and something that she handled really well. Um, it was a lot for her, but she never gave up. Mm-mm, she didn't. And, you know, through everything, she ended up graduating high school as a member of the National Honor Society mm-hmm. and a Texas scholar. Yep. And not to mention, she had also completed over 20 college credit hours before graduating high school and is now teaching her own students in the Head Start preschool program. So we asked Vicki what some of her favorite memories were growing up in our home And she said that her favorite was our family movie nights (laughs) when everyone, including the dog, Mm -hmm. piled up on the couch for movies and popcorn. Mm -hmm. And her absolute favorite thing was watching Tyler making a fool of himself, break dancing (laughs) to the credits of the movie. Do you remember when he did that? Oh, yes. Oh, my word. He was such a (laughs) nut. And half of the time he was in his underwear with something on his head, a bucket or a hat or something. Yeah, wearing his Batman cape or whatever. Or three different superhero costumes all in one or something. There was always something. Anything for a laugh, that kid. But I also asked Vicky the flip side of that question. I asked her what the hardest part of growing up in our blended family home was for her. And she said that the hardest part was accepting that things were different and accepting me as mom. And she called me candy for years, and I never forced her to do anything else. In my mind, that needed to be something that she chose when she was ready, if she ever got to that point. It's interesting that now, as an adult, she thinks it is craziness, in her words, that there were times that she wasn't very nice to you. She now sees the sacrifices you made for her and the love you showed her, even when she wasn't acting very lovable. Yeah, there were definitely some very difficult years. Mm -hmm. It took us a long time to find our groove, but we have come a long, long way. I remember the first time she called me her mom. She had some friends over for a sleepover, and I heard her say, let's go ask my mom. After I swallowed the huge lump in my throat, we ordered the pizza that they had asked for. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely a pivot point. I know it was... uh was something that she'd probably been tackling with in her mind and something oh, I'm sure. something that you were hoping for. And uh, But I know that she appreciates all that you did for her. Mm-hmm. When we asked her if she thought we did a good job raising her as a team, she said that as a child and a teenager, she wished we didn't tell each other everything. <laughs> so, uh, And we would remind her, like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that you can do or say in front of either one of us that the other one doesn't get to hear about. Mm -hmm. And I don't 
think that she initially believed us. But as time went on. I'm sure as a teenager, that's kind (laughs) of um, tricky. Yeah. (laughs) Navigate. Yeah. And we've always been very good communicators. We always Mm -hmm. do tell each other about everything. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'm sure that was very difficult to navigate as a kid trying to figure out how to get what you want. (laughs) I am sure. I am sure it was. She said that she can't remember a time when we didn't talk things out, pray together, um, serve our family, and love our kids equally. Yeah. That was nice. We tried really hard. (laughs) And now Vicky is a Head Start preschool teacher. The reality of that situation is that she teaches a lot of kids who come from a variety of really tough backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I asked her, though, if she feels like her upbringing prepared her for what she does today. And she said that she feels like she has a lot more patience and understanding with those kids because she knows where they're coming from and the emotions that they feel. It's really cool that in our lives, the uh, the trials that we face often shape us for what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. in the future. I agree. Uh, that's just a really cool thing just to see in her. She feels like she's able to relate to those kids in a very personal way and that it offers them more security. Mm-hmm. But she also said that it's hard sometimes because she knows what they're going through and it can take her back to the feelings that she had from her childhood. She feels that she's called to do exactly what she's doing right now because she can use all of those experiences to help her students and their families navigate the tough times. I love that. I asked Vicky too, if there's anything that she learned or experienced from growing up in our blended family that she will take with her to her own family one day. Yeah, and this is... Uh you know, in the beginning parts of becoming a reality as she Mm -hmm. is engaged and she is going to be getting married next summer. And her answer to my question was that she and her fiance, Toby, would like to eventually foster to adopt. Mm -hmm. She said that growing up in a blended family showed her how to love children that aren't necessarily her own as her own. That's beautiful. I thought so, too. Something she also said was that she has seen the way that we love each other mm-hmm. and that she hopes for that kind of marriage. Aww. And having already spent some time with Toby, mm-hmm. I think the prospects are good. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they're going to be very happy. Yes. So another thing, another angle that we took on this was we asked Emily and Tyler, our younger kids, Um, what their thoughts were about our blended family, too. And they both said that it never really felt that way to them, and Vicky was always their big sister. Mm -hmm. Vicky said the same thing, and I am so thankful for that. This has really never been an easy subject to talk about. There's a lot of um, emotions involved in this, and and some uh, big regrets... Um, But it's life, Mm -hmm. and it's real, and it's something that lots of families face. Mm -hmm. For me, the hardest part was seeing the struggles that you had to go through. Yeah. I mean, this is something that you didn't ask for, but something that um, you willingly took on board. Um, And I don't know that um, 
many people would have had the strength to be able to maintain that over all those years. Um, Vicky, when she came over, was just so far behind in school, which was a result of um, a broken family. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just embraced her as your own and basically took that part of her life on board as a project, you know, mm-hmm. like let's just, let's just get her to where she needs to be. Let's um, make sure that, you know, within as short a space of time as possible, catch up with kids of her own age mm-hmm. and have as normal of an educational experience as she can have. Yeah. And then what was also difficult was seeing how much love that you gave to her and her as a little kid and totally understandably mm-hmm. um, a lot of times repaying that with her hurt and frustrations. Yeah. Um, I know that was, it was difficult to watch. Um, I almost like a lot of times I wish that she would just do that to me yeah. because I felt like the one to blame. Yeah. Um, but you took that, on board and loved her anyway. I did. (laughs) It wasn't always easy. (laughs) No. I am thankful for um, the opportunity to have raised Vicky um, the way that she needed to be raised Mm -hmm. and to give her a life uh, that she needed to have. Yeah. Um. There's just lots of memories that come flooding back of her, um, those initial years, um, you know, taking her to church, mm-hmm. um, her being involved in the in church activities as well as school activities. Um, just things that I know that were just such a unique experience for someone um, born in England to come across to Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, a jump. <laughs> it's a huge jump. Even as an adult, um, yeah. that was a culture shock for me. Of course. Um, uh, but for her, more so. I mean, children are very adaptable, though. They are. They um, are. And, good and she, at- did, she did adapt. Oh, yeah. She did. Yeah, and she I, really did. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then, you know, moving on to her high school days, she, uh, she really... At that point, I feel like that's when her, uh, the peak of what she was able to achieve was, uh, she reached that peak. Yeah. I mean, she really did a great job um, in high school in Odessa. Um, you know, that we had moved a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And even through all of that, she, uh, she still stuck with it. Yeah. I remember the, uh, the nights when she would, um, take probably two three times longer than anyone else to do her homework oh yeah <laughs> and yet she yeah and but she would just sit there mm-hmm. and do it she would until yeah. until it was done mm-hmm. and that was that was just she she showed a tenacity like a she her strength is that she just will not let go of something um, and so it might take her longer than some others, but she really goes at it and, and finishes what she starts. Yeah. 
I will say that raising someone else's child is more difficult than I could have ever imagined. I think I had kind of rose tinted glasses when I took right. when I took all of that on in the beginning, and um, you know, but there was there was a lot of heartache, a lot of frustration, a lot of hurt feelings, but I seriously gave it my all. Yeah, this isn't what your dad calls a, a Walmart movie. <laughs> a Walmart movie, <laughs> i.e. a Hallmark movie. A Hallmark movie. Because um, yeah. your mom loves to watch that channel like as much as she can get away with. Yeah. And your daddy does not. <laughs> he's, he's not a fan of Walmart movies. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's not like that. And I never wanted to replace her mother. That wasn't my role. Yes. Um, her mother loves her and plays a very different role in in her life. Uh-huh. Um, she didn't always believe me. Vicky didn't. But I always stressed to her that she was a very lucky girl to have so many people that loved her mm-hmm. and wanted what was best for her. Yes. My role was to raise her well, give her every opportunity for success in life, and to teach her about Jesus. And I think you did a really good job. Thank you. <laughs> Life isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it's a little more like thorny rose bushes and cactus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not always a Hallmark movie. It's sometimes a Western. That's true. Yeah. Can you imagine those things blended together? But you know what? There is still beauty to be found. It just depends on if you choose to focus on the thorns or on the flowers. If you are currently in the trenches of raising a stepchild, fostering, or have adopted, we want to encourage you today. Yes. It is hard. Mm -hmm. There will be days that you will question everything. There will be days that try your patience to the max. But hang in there. Spend a lot of time in prayer. Love your child through it. They may not have your genetics, but if they have your love, they will eventually come around and be thankful that you're a part of their life. Family is something that we all work for, whether we're blood-related or not. Just before Jesus went to the cross, he told his disciples in John 13, 34-35, So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. As a family of faith, we have learned that this is a process. It needs persistent love, faith in each other, and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening today. If you know of someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please let them know. Follow the Beautiful View podcast on Facebook or Instagram share our posts, or share the link to our podcast. In our next episode, we will be talking about a few of our favorite things. Yeah, we definitely have some favorite places and experiences that we experienced while we were traveling full-time on the road. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of the most frequent questions we get. What was your favorite experience? Or what was your favorite place you visited? We also have some favorite gadgets and gizmos we couldn't do without on our travels, and we'll share some of those as well. Thank you to Tyler and Kelsey, the hopeful few, for providing the music for our show. You can check out their new EP titled Searching on Spotify or Apple Music. Links are in our show notes. We have also added a link to their website with details of their new tour, 
which will be underway by the time this podcast releases. They will be playing live at venues around the country with dates in Texas, Kansas, and yes, Iowa. Yay! We are very excited that they are coming here to Iowa. They will be playing at Steventon's in LeClaire on Friday evening, October 20th, and at our very own River Ridge Brewing in Bellevue on Saturday afternoon, October 21st. So cool. We will be there to raise a glass and sing along. Yes, we will. Please come and join us. It's going to be a fun time. If you have questions for us or suggestions for things you would like us to talk about in our future podcasts, email us at beautifulviewpod at gmail.com. And just as a reminder, please consider joining the Beautiful View Patreon. We really appreciate your support. Again, the link is in our show notes and it's also on our social media accounts. We hope you have a great day and remember to always keep an eye open for opportunities in life to see a beautiful view. We could climb a mighty mountain, float on down a wide river, travel back in time and face our future too. Oh, I'm not scared of where I'm going, cause I know whose hands I'm holding, oh, I'd go as you're going to And I'd go anywhere As long as I'm with you Yeah, I'd go anywhere As long as I'm with you No such thing as a Buzz Lightyear cape. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> just can you just edit that part out? I was trying to remember how because we were talking over top of each other. It sounded great, but I said Buzz Lightyear cape. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh my word! I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> what cape was it that he wore? It was a Batman. Okay. It was, it was Batman, the Hulk. Yeah, um, top with the muscles, the fake and then muscles. something on his head, and I can't remember. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>